I'm going to level with you. This is the third one of these I've recorded in a very short amount of time at the end of a very long day. So I'm just going to say you guys know what to do. If you head on over to patreon.com forward slash duckfeedtv, you can support this show and uh, and support tired, cranky Uncle Gary. And also uh, similarly cranky and tired Uncle Cole. We're your uncles. We married your mom's sister. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a retro gaming extrasode podcast. Yes, and this week we are reading your responses to Sanitarium. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We had a, we ended up actually, uh, this is Obscure Game Month for <laughs> us, and so we ended up having to kind of push off responses because uh, not a lot of people have played it, but mm-hmm. you guys came out and we appreciate it. Yeah, we went from having no responses to the number of responses we have today. Yes. <laughs> so we're, uh, curious as to how many that is? <laughs> You'll find out. You were knocked out for a series of years. I'm sure you want to know how many. Um, the uh, So yeah, so I'll go ahead and get started here with Tim. Uh, Tim says via contact, this game was a total surprise for me. I think I vaguely knew of the game, having heard it mentioned in various places over the years, but I had no experience or expectations going into it. PC adventure games are somewhat of a blind spot for me in general. I think the best parts of the game are definitely early on, which was good in that it hooked me right away and kept me wanting to play. Chapter 2, The Innocent Abandoned, and Chapter 4, The Circus of Fools, were the definite highlights, and it hit a perfect tone of campy spookiness, campy spookiness, humor, and gloominess. I'm also a sucker for the extreme 90s comic book aesthetic of Chapter 6, The Hive, with Grimwall. As for the gameplay, I didn't so much mind the slow-paced walking and uh, point-and-click gameplay. None of the puzzles seemed very difficult, and overall, I found it somewhat relaxing to play. The combat portions could get a little tricky at times, but the game was forgiving and not making you backtrack too much if you die. Even then, uh, I wasn't having an absolute blast with the mechanics. The story and world uh, design was intriguing enough to carry me through. Overall, I'm glad I took a chance on Sanitarium, and it's piqued my interest for some other older titles of its ilk that I missed when they originally came out. Yeah. And crap. Um, <laughs> Did you say crap? <laughs> yeah. Crap. <laughs> crap. Yeah, it's weird how the uh, how the Grimwall chapter is uh, like in a really 90s, like, you know, biomechanical kind of super uh i don't know like it, it feels of that era like yeah, when, when the game guy? came out yeah like he must have like he would have to be at least 30 right yeah it should have been like a silver age yeah kind of comic <laughs> you know based on the age but yeah it, it, it's like contemporary yeah um but you know they probably updated grim grimwall like they oh, yeah, sewed they, some they, pouches they, they, onto his his, his sight is yeah his flesh you can never see his feet yep. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh brian writes in saying uh via contact every time sanitarium switched up its interface with a close-up puzzle the results left something to be desired putting aside how switching the mental track your brain is on for spatial fuckery puzzles see releasing the boulder every attempt to switch perspectives was hampered by unintu- unintuitive ui the dragonfly puzzle is seemingly impossible until you realize the back of the dragonfly is a series of buttons and not a background detail. The hieroglyph puzzle makes almost no sense until you discover uh, that the symbols are rotating on a finite loop. Um, and though this is uh, sorry, and though this complaint only applies to the iOS version of, of the game, the ancient language slash iPuzzle is so tedious only a walkthrough provides any reprieve. I'm not sure if Sanitarium really does any sin worse than any other 90s adventure game, uh, but it sure left a sour taste in my mouth over its gameplay. Um, I think that part of the thing, so not to not to argue against this point, because it's, it's a fine point, um, even though I like those parts of the game. Mm-hmm. One thing about not seeing what parts of the uh, puzzle are interactable has to do with playing it on iOS. Yeah, the, Because you can't mouse hover over something and then the mouse does something different to let you know that it's 
it's a hot zone yeah it's the missed problem which is yeah. which is why if we ever do riven you have to play it like you can't play it on ios yeah which is how i, I like playing those type of games but i get it yeah. i would uh yeah but yeah being able to see what you can interact with um there and i wonder like because i think the ios has a highlight all kind of mm-hmm. thing but i wonder if it works for those pop-out puzzles i don't know yeah, and if it doesn't, I could see that definitely being a bummer. Yeah. Because the especially with the dragonfly, it just kind of melds together in a bio sludge. <laughs> um, but if you if for me that it wasn't a problem because I could hover over. Yeah. Um, Chris says via contact. Uh, first they came for the Mega Man Legends, and the other fans took up the cause. Then they came for Call of Duty 4, and I was the only guy who likes multiplayer. And now when they come for Sanitarium, I am the only one left to take a stand. I never played Sanitarium when it was contemporary, but man, is my first playthrough vivid. I was exclusively a console gamer until a few years ago. I was working a third shift schedule when all my friends uh, being with all my friends being first shifters. So when I had a day off, I spent 14 hours playing video games in the dark. I have been there. Um, <laughs> I was sicker than I had been in uh, have ever felt in my entire life, running a fever of 102 degrees. Because I am of a stubborn sort, I decided uh, not to sleep through most of it, but instead would play a game. Oh shit! I, I opened my backlog <laughs> pro- profile, uh, rolled a random unplayed game, and uh, up popped Sanitarium. <laughs> I bought it because its box art is so dope. Uh, you can replace this with evocative, which is while true, <laughs> doesn't carry the same full meaning of dope. Um, I booted it up, and good God, the next 24 hours flew by. My brain was on fire. I was sweating like a pig, and I was under assault by crazy environments, some great atmospheric music, and a really great plot about the questionable nature of reality uh, that we experience from moment to moment, something I could relate to in my current state. I had never played a point-and-click adventure game, but I was hooked. I hung on uh, through the great environments all the way through the cinematic chessboard set piece, some of the most visually striking imagery I'd seen in games. As the credits rolled, I fell asleep in my chair and dreamt of being an Aztec warrior. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yep, so go around and lick some doorknobs until you get dreadfully ill. Yeah, <laughs> I like the idea of you falling asleep to that ending song. <laughs> grap, 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 grap. <laughs> what is that terrible music? <laughs> <laughs> you so are the perfect drug <laughs> it's so it's so good um yeah yeah man i you know it's it's whenever it's something that does this this kind of thing keep in mind like cole really likes Mega Man legends <laughs> i like sanitarium like if if, if we're, we're we're different if we we're just having this conversation with ourselves is like this kind of sanitarium-esque yeah uh, twist <laughs> you know so so they didn't come for your Mega Man legends i came for your Mega Man legends cole came for your sanitarium <laughs> We contain multitudes. Yep. The, uh, yeah. Um, so, so I'm curious. Um, if Santa I'm coming t- for your soul reaver, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Look out. Oh, guns loaded. Uh, <laughs> no. uh, so I, I'm always curious whenever somebody says, hey, this was this was the first of X kind of game that I ever played. I'm always curious what the other side of that is. What's the What's the second one? And what did you yeah. think of that? Like, how did it compare? Especially when you're so when you're so fresh um, to yeah. the, like to, to the genre, because those those distinctions are going to be so so vivid, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so too. Like, it is it is, and, and I think that with myself all the time, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'll, I'll play something. I'm like, oh, this is the first time I did something like that, but I don't remember the second one and how I felt about it then. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll usually remember it in retrospect, but it's cloud. Like when I think of adventure games, like oh, like Maniac Mansion or something like that, <laughs> yeah. and then I think back, I don't know what I played after that what I thought comparing the two, I just have my wide pool mm-hmm. of adventure games to compare them to. So like, I know what I think about, you know, probably like the NES King's quest or something now, but at the <laughs> time, like I don't remember the specific ways in which it disappointed or delighted me. And that's a cool kind of thought experiment. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. 
Uh, let's see here. Uh, Chris writes in via contact saying sanitarium is one of the greatest blind buys I've ever had. I bought it from a store because I liked the title. Oh, sanitarium must be crazy and weird. And it sure was. The one part that still sticks with me is the creepy, creepy atmosphere of that town uh, of children that was ruled by, I believe it was mother at the beginning. The rest of the game is great, uh, but that part still sits with me. Um, and I actually, uh, and actually discovering what Mother actually is, it was pretty great. It kind of reminded me of that bit in "I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream," uh, but with just one guy, but just with one guy. Hmm. I, I, I can't recall what what portion that is. Unless you're talking about the ending. Oh, okay. Um, no, I'm, not, I'm not totally sure though. Yeah. Um, and instead of am controlling things, uh, it was just this guy's brain. Um, it's been years uh, since I've played it last, uh, but I have a feeling listening to the WAF episode is going to get me to replay it once more. Also, because of the game, I happened to, across a film of the same title uh, that I bought because of the name. Goddamn, did I not have the same luck with that trash? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Sanitary in the movie that I don't know anything about. Yep. Um yeah, I, th- this uh, I remember even seeing before Derek bought this. Remember seeing the the cover. Mm-hmm. Like that's a lot of the responses are talking about that, and the cover is like super evocative and awesome. Yeah. So it's um, it's it's the mummy face like looking up in terror. Yeah, like it's just it's just an eye. It's like just focus on this eye, and like you know, I'm with you. Like totally would have got me into this if I wasn't into it because my buddy bought it. So into that, and that's also my favorite chapter as well. But it, like again, and that's a theme is like most people who are writing in are talking about those first couple chapters, which I think bears out. Yeah. with our experience. Um, Michael says via contact. I think this game succeeds the most when it comes to, to its themes, atmosphere, and just plain weirdness. The medical research plot isn't very interesting in itself, and the random flashbacks used to deliver it aren't satisfying. Everything turning out to be a murder dream also doesn't work well. But I did like how dreamlike and disconcerting the game feels in the outer areas, like the circus. Turning me into a cyclops was audacious, But did that chapter really need the overwrought sci-fi backstory? I didn't think the game suffered from any ridiculous adventure game puzzles, although some of the logic puzzles, like the Dragonfly, were unnecessarily complicated without being clever. The action sequences are a real problem. At best, they're annoying, and at worst, infuriating. Dear God, the Aztec maze. (laughs) Playing on a tablet probably made this worse than it would have been otherwise, and luckily, those sections are pretty spread out, but they're the worst parts of the game by far. A decent game on the whole that worked much better when I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. I kind of want these people who played it on the tablet to go play it on a, a, a desktop uh, yeah. just so they can find out that it that, that it still isn't great in those kind of like UX regards. But it's going to be like so much better that it's gonna be like, oh, OK, this is fine, but it's not fine. <laughs> it's, it's better. <laughs> yeah, it's be- yeah, like, better. Yeah. Better is relative. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely right. I mean, as somebody who had like way fewer like <laughs> problems with the interface than you did mm-hmm. um, with this, like it would have made a big enough difference for me. Yeah. Um, like in your mind, it like takes things from an F to a D. And from my mind takes it from like, you know, a D to a, to a C plus, mm-hmm. you know, for inter- interface, like it's never going to be great, but it's like, but this is, it's interesting too, because I specifically the action sequences, like that maze is awful no matter what, yeah. but that's the only action sequence I thought was really bad. Yeah. Um, but I can imagine them being worse on the tablet, mm-hmm. you know? So tablet gaming is so fucking weird. Like it is, it's you, you grade on such a curve, right? Like yeah. things either work good because it's on a tablet or, <laughs> or work good for a tablet, not because yeah. it's on a tablet. And games even designed for a touchscreen. Like I can't think of a game designed for a touchscreen that I wouldn't rather just play with a mouse. Mm. You know, it is, it is a, it is a weird thing. Like I like games on, on for the convenience mm-hmm. on my phone, but it's really rare for me to think of a game that like, Oh, this is the way this should be done. Like maybe something like, um, uh, uh, what's that, that, that good bird game. 
good bird game. <laughs> good, not, not, you know, the good bird game. The one where with the with the tiny wings. There like something yeah. like tiny wings where it's like just one tap. Like that yeah. is uh that works makes sense yeah. on there. But it's even games like when I you know, I played a Final Fantasy Tactics on my phone last time and it plays just fine there. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not necessarily that it plays like better. Right. You know? It it is grading on a real curve, at least in in my mind. You're taking you're taking so many things that are like external to the to the actual experience of the game into consideration. You know, like the convenience is a huge factor for it. Like oftentimes the screen is better. You know, price. Yep, price. Yeah, yeah. It is it is just kind of like this like, but it it still is not a very satisfying way to play games. Like there are games where it totally works, right? Like it's like oh, they, oh this is great for eighty days. This is great for ridiculous fishing. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that would be because that's like the one game where they use the accelerometer <laughs> and I like it. Yeah. But um, the uh, for the most part, it is just kind of like a detriment that they figured out how to work around or not. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, the deck stacked against you if you're adapting a, uh, something that was not designed for a touchscreen. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I've never played a platform where I really liked on, on my phone. Like I, even the ones that are like really supposedly really good. Like I don't. <sighs> yeah. Like League of like Evil crazy. or like Super Crate Box. Like all yeah. of those are just they're, they're uh, fine. Yeah. But it's just like it, like buttons don't work really great. Yeah, you know. Um, but that's that's a separate thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So thanks everybody. Thanks yeah. for your sanitarium responses. Yeah. Um, um, we've been recording for three and a half hours uh, as of the time you hear this, so we're going to keep the admin super short. Yeah. So you, you know the things to do. Um, Patreon.com forward slash DuckFeedTV ratings yeah. reviews. Facebook, Twitter, duckfeed.tv slash contact for Legacy yep. of Kane Soul Reaver. Um, are any of the IF games we announced uh, mm-hmm. last episode uh, that I don't feel like recalling at the moment, but I mm-hmm. or IF in general. Um, if you have IF suggestions, I think that'd be a good thing to do as well um, mm-hmm. for an episode. Um, and then uh, uh, Silent Hill 3. Yes. And uh, yeah, remember this uh, all those people who like Sanitarium and think that Watch Out Fireball is just here to shit on your games. Remember that I like Sanitarium during next episode. <laughs> so, yeah. wow. so so I'm, I'm gonna set this up and leave it on a cliffhanger maybe i haven't played enough of it but i just i just find it boring and not aggressively bad well boring is, is the, I'll, I'll accept boring <laughs> as a thing like it is uh and we'll, if, if we come away from it with me thinking it's aggressively bad and you thinking it's boring that's going to quantize out to the same thing i think for people listening mm-hmm. like um but we'll, we'll see yeah. we'll see once just, went, uh, so far i have not mustered the unbridled rage that you have i've been pretty mad yeah. Uh, the uh, how many bosses in are you? Um, I beat the first boss last night. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like, can't wait to hear and uh, you talk about the second boss. Yeah, like I, like, I qualified uh, it. I said oh, I might, I must not be far enough in. Yeah. No, I mean I wasn't calling you out. <laughs> yeah, okay. I can I can tell we've been recording for a while because because Cole's getting cranky. I, I wasn't calling you out. I was just yeah, saying no. I, I want to hear your take because it yeah. feels more egregious to me. Yeah. Um. Anywho. Um. Yeah. Uh. No deleted scenes. Mm -hmm. Uh, We didn't didn't really have time for them, so uh, thanks for everything, and good night and good luck. Umbasa. Umbasa.